welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? It feels good when you win the home league by like 80 fantasy points. Now the defense is going to get 84 and you're going to lose. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. If the Buffalo Bills defense has the greatest single greatest fantasy performance of all time, uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to quit. At that point, over. Yeah, I I'll mean, be we done. got pre-recorded, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Honestly, how how would that even be possible? They would have to score six touchdowns. That's only it, it's literally points. not possible. And then, like, how do you get? You can't even get negative fantasy points. I mean, negative points in football, so can't go right. backwards. Anyway, no. that's not gonna happen. Welcome, fans, Jimmy's fantasy football podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. Um, and today we're gonna talk about Week Seven waiver wire ads. Try to keep it concise mm. that's a good word concise right um so we'll do that before we jump into that check our website fantasychampions.com follow us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok check us out on any of those platforms you should be a gucci if you just type type our name in um what is the other thing see i, I was trying to do it with the notes and it just right out of my mind uh, if you're listening on a podcast spot, if I stitch or any other podcast platforms, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the bell for notice, subscribe, and then like and comment down below uh, questions considering uh, that we're talking about waiver wire when you ask some waiver questions. I feel like yeah. most people have waiver questions. Um, I'm sure you do. Not you, but you as in the audience. I was offended for a second. <laughs> Let me scoff at this. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, welcome on into the show. Let's let's jump into week seven waiver wire. What do you say, Rick? Yeah, let's do it. I actually, you know, uh, you have any thoughts on this week? You have any uh, outstanding uh, on this past week opinions about this past week? Um, any, all I know any, is Miles Gaskin. I hate. Yeah, Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin triggers me. Uh, I only have him in one, one league. I don't. I purposely only have him in one league because guess what? I didn't like the play. Miles Gaskin but makes me feel I violated. I don't. I never. I didn't want really any part of Miles Gaskin. Home league drafts comes up. Our home league is actually good, and they're also all obsessed with running backs. So every running back in the league is gone. You, I'm sitting you, there with Miles Gaskin on the board. I you went back into the draft and like Mike Davis. You know, so it's like that was garbage. probably on me though because your plan was De- DeAndre Swift. My plan was DJ Moore at that pick. Actually, um, and you picked DJ Moore because wait, 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 wait. no, 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 hold on a second. I'm talking about the second round. In the second round, yeah, I was gonna take Swift. You're gonna take Swift, so I took Swift, Swift and that that trickled down uh, your running back decisions. Yes, yeah. So then I took receivers, and I was like, okay, well now I really need a running back. And you know, I should have just taken James Robinson. I <laughs> thought about it, and I was like, nah, really, just should have. Because Miles Gaskin is a trash can, and I only own him in one league, and I wish it was zero. That's it. That's all I want. I have him in one league as well. I should just wait till he goes off one week again, and then trade him. Yeah, well, like that's why I was pick. Somebody can do, have but... him for a third. I'd be happy with a third round pick. Yeah, that's fair. In a, in a dynasty league. Um, yeah, no, I didn't have many. Uh, besides the fact that uh, 
the normal DeAndre Swift, you guys don't use him anger. <laughs> it, it astounds me. And then they start losing a game and they give the ball to Swift and wow, they actually start moving the ball. I know. I actually have another um, Najee Harris, bro. He's like the RB3. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, my God. We, yeah. did we I'm, I don't want to take a victory lap in week six. <laughs> But if there's anybody on victory lapping, it's Najee Harris. Like, honest to God. I, I got That's so fair. fed up with all these idiots trashing Najee because he's on a team with a bad offensive line. Why don't you go suck an egg um, and then start Najee? You know who the wide receiver five is right now? Who? Jamar Chase. He's a top five fantasy receiver as a rookie. Dude, I have low-key been trying to get him in every league. Um, to know, I'm so uh, glad I draft. I dra- I overdrafted him in uh and dicey league I'm in, and everybody was like, "You took him way too early." And I was like, "I know, but I just wanted him on at least one of my teams." Mm-hmm. So glad I did that. So glad I did that. Yeah, especially was it a rebuild team or? No, it was a startup dynasty. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Gotcha. It's one of the gotcha. it's one of the ones that you're not in. Hey, you'll build you'll build your team. You know the base structure with the wide receiver core there, and you got a wide yeah. receiver. You know what my years. receiver core is on that team. Shoot. It's Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and a three receiver league. Oh goodness gracious! And I got Najee Harris in my running game. But my team, well, it doesn't blow. But the only reason my team isn't like undefeated is because my quarterbacks are Ryan Tannehill and Baker Mayfield. Yikes! Yeah. Yikes! Things. All right. Before we get into the waivers, like, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I'm in a league. Okay. Losing one twenty eight to fifty one fifty four. 128 to 154. Was that 14 points or 24? Wait, what is it? What, what was the score? 128, 128 to me, 154 of them. What I is, think that's... How many, I don't know how many points that is. 14 minus 20, which is 24, and then 2 is so a 26. You're never at 26. Okay, so... Big math. It's not easy for me, bro. I, you know, I mean, you're younger than me, but I've used a calculator my whole life, so... Uh, I have Dawson right. Knox and Antonio, uh, not Antonio, but AJ Brown. And you need 26? Yeah. Does he have anyone? No. You know, this is pre recorded, but I think you can get that. Because I think AJ Brown finally shows up tonight. I sure hope he does, but I think he does. I thought he was questionable, too. He is, because he has an illness. Oh, whatever. oh, but he will play. That was six minutes ago. Let's go. All right. Um, I would like to win that league and go five and one. That yeah, honestly would be uh, that is probably one of my worst teams <clears throat> and one of my best records so far. Is Any that the league that play? I'm in with you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. Dude, look at I scored 171 in that league. And you lose? No, I won. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm the highest score in the league, though. I think oh, for this week. that's ridiculous. Or second highest. Hey, we're taking that league over. Taking it by storm. Yeah, we will. Okay. Thank anyway, let's let's jump into our waiver wire uh, show for this week. Um, it should be interesting uh, and relatively quick. We've been talking for six minutes now. Um, yeah. I'm going to get in a proper league here to to. I mean, we're halfway through the season, right. so it's not like the waiver wires, you know, juiced up. I know. I was going to say, there's so many freaking injuries at the running back position. I feel like we we're going to talk about some running backs today. Yeah. I freaking just dropped my wedding ring on the floor, and I don't know where it is. So, oh, good job. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on like nothing happened. So let's talk about the quarterbacks first. Um, there's a couple of guys 
out there currently uh, that I think you guys should get. Last week was a slow week, I think, <laughs> at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua came back this week. He had 22 fantasy points, 347 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He actually had some rushing, too, which he doesn't usually do um, too much of. Uh, but Tua is out there. Um, and I don't know who he – is he on a bye week next week? I don't think so. Tua? I don't think he's no, no, he's not. Um, so yeah, he is going up against Atlanta next week, and they've been kind of mediocre. Uh, so, um, yeah, sleeper makes orange look real bad. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, and I don't think it's as bad as it's supposed to look. Orange, yeah, the orange matchup indicator. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> that's an average. It, I feel like, I oh my god, that's a horrible matchup, but it's not. Um, so anyway, mediocre matchup should be a good game for him. Um, is he a streaming option or is he a guy that you want to pick up in case of, you know, a potential breakout in the second half here or not second half yet, but he honestly could be that, um, he should be owned for at least this week and then just see what happens though. Cause he's only played two games this year. Cause I don't count the Buffalo game because he got hurt in like the first few minutes of that game. Ring, by the way. Um, good job. Thanks. In the game against New England, in New England, a tough matchup. He had 17 points, which is like, it's not great, but that's not really bad at all. And then this past week, he had 22 against the Jaguars in a London game. So in a home game against Atlanta, I think he could get 20-plus. I think he's probably one of the, the stream of the week, to be honest. And then, you know, if he gets like 25 fantasy points, you might want to just leave him on your bench and see if he continues that. Yeah, because the, the, the Buffalo game is going to be hard. Yeah, the Buffalo game is going to be hard. But then he has Houston. But then... Then he has the Ravens. And then yeah, the Jets. I'm feeling so like, like up I'm feeling down. like at this point, like if if Tua was gonna break out, it was gonna be like Jalen Hurts breakout. You know, not, the problem with Tua fantasy he's not points have... wise because Jalen Hurts really, uh-huh. to be honest, doesn't look that good on the field, but um, he's able to score a lot of fantasy points. So I thought what Tua Jalen Hurts do, gets like 80 yards rushing a game. But, I know. Well, Tua know. doesn't. So, Tua but that's the thing is like I think Tua is gonna be capped slightly. Um, by that because I don't think he's going to be throwing three, four, or five touchdowns in a game. I could be wrong. but So that makes him a streaming option. It makes him a guy that you can play against Houston, play against Atlanta, um, and, and get some points out of. But you can't play him in those tough matchups where you might with a guy like Jalen Hurts who's playing really well this year. Um, so, yeah, I would pick up Tua. Um, stream him if you're doing streaming quarterbacks. I haven't done that in two years, so I don't even know if it works anymore. Yeah, I think it could work. Um, He'd do it right. Yeah. But Jameis the Famous is also out there. Do you have any interest in my guy? Uh, I actually do because Michael Thomas. With Michael Thomas coming back. um, So there's a report this morning. Uh Oh, don't do this. (laughs) Um, And I just want to pull up the report. It was by Ian Rappaport, I believe. Um, And it says that uh, he's expected to miss a couple more weeks. It said, still not ready to, t- to return. Uh, the report says New Orleans wide receiver Michael Thomas is still believed. Well, it's just be not a- what happened last year. Uh, yeah, it's exactly what happened last year. But a couple weeks away from returning, according to Ian Rappaport. At what point do we just give up? Yeah. I don't know. Because I was like, we were like trade for him. Are we backpedaling? No, because I think once he's out there, he's going to be good. But it's just like, it's like McCaffrey. But even worse. Yeah. I, I, and I don't even think it's like, to be honest with you, he was kind of interested in a trade earlier in the season to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't want to speculate on things. Like, I, maybe he's just like, okay, I don't really want to come back to this football team, so I'm going to pretend that I'm injured for a couple more weeks. And Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to speculate on that, but I think uh, even though I just did. Um, <laughs> but I hopefully he comes back for Jameis Winston's sake because he doesn't have anybody to throw to. This team – needs to do if if they're not going to have Michael Thomas soon they need to go to they need the trade deadlines in 15 days and they need to go out and they need to make a trade and get a yeah. wide receiver especially what are they what's their record like four and two right now uh three three? I think they're three and two because they had a buy oh they had a buy um yeah. but no so I mean he's had you know as far as fantasy is concerned for Jameis Winston he's had a couple of really good games you know he had 29 and 26 against Green Bay and Washington but then he had 10 13 yep. 13. And he's going up against Seattle in week seven and then Tampa in week eight, who have both been really easy matchups. So I guess you could say he's a streamable option. It's just I think he is this week against the Seahawks, but it's still kind of gross. The interesting thing uh, in the past like five games is they, they are not throwing it with Jameis Winston. So just to run down the pass attempt totals for the last five weeks, 20, 22, 21, 23, and then 30. This is the most attempts he's had. 30 pass attempts in week five. Um, and yeah. he threw four touchdowns and had one interception and 279 yards. So he was actually pretty good. And he's been good on the season for the most part. I mean, what is he had 11 passing touchdowns and three interceptions? Yeah. Yeah. He's been pretty decent. But I mean, it kind of like he had a 50% completion percentage. <laughs> like it's not like it's, yeah. The efficiency's not there. But yeah. um, well, the efficiency's there for touchdowns, but nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so we'll see if, if, you know, if, and when Michael Thomas does come back, it, it affects him, but I don't know if he's going to be back in the next two weeks. Mm. Um, so, I mean, is, to now that you know, Michael Thomas is not going to be in. Yeah. Do you want Jameis Winston? It hurts more and I'd rather to it now, but yeah, I think he's still a decent stream against us. It's still a good matchup against the Seahawks. Okay. Anyone else out there that you're interested in? I love that. Uh, Mac Jones is on this list. <laughs> No, I I don't want to. I love you, Mac, but I don't want to touch you with a ten point a ten foot pole in fantasy. If Trey Lance starts, are we still kind of no uh, staying away from? I don't think he's even going to start. So no, he's not going to start. I don't want to pick him up. Yeah, sorry. Everyone's still on the. If if he didn't take the job yet, he's not taking it. Sorry, hate to be the bearer of bad news. Unless there's a season-ending injury for Jimmy Garoppolo, and God forbid that happens. He is not going to start full-time. They're not pivoting to him. They're winning football games with Jimmy. They're not pivoting right. to a quarterback that they can't win with. Right. So it doesn't make sense for them. Um, so with that being said, the people who told you to draft Trey Lance in the sixth, seventh round, wrong. Uh, and the people who said, oh, my God, go pick him up right now because he's going to have a breakup year, a breakout year, and now that Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt, he's going to start for the rest of his wrong. No. <laughs> You can let him go and wait till next year, and I'll tell you to draft him in the 10th, 11th now, round. I do have a question, though. Yeah. If the, if, they're, if it looks like they're out of the playoffs by like week 13. Do you do you pivot to Trey Lance? Yeah. Do you think at that yeah. point they go to yeah. Trey Lance? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I, would, I would say that would be a good move for them. You're trying to – you're considered a Super Bowl team? Because that could happen because they got, they got the Colts, the Bears – Cardinals, Rams. Oh, no, they have they have a couple tough games. I mean, we'll see how it goes. And they're only like what two and three, yeah, on the year or three and two maybe. Right. I don't know, they're somewhere in that range. 
Um, is there any other quarterbacks you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think that's. I do want to reference uh, Bridgewater. He's Teddy Bridgewater, huh? Yeah, he's he's owned in um, 80 percent of leagues. This is dynasty league, though. I gotta get out of this dynasty league. Um, but anyway, he has 20, 21, 11, 6, 19, 21 on the season. He's playing Cleveland, Washington, Dallas coming up. All have given up a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, I would consider him. I'd consider him too. I mean, he had 21 points this week, but I think like 10 of that, those came in the last like six minutes of the game. Yeah. Like he, he was not great. Rick, don't you want big Ben? (laughs) Yeah. Big Ben is who I want to stream on my team. He's an elite quarterback. All right, let's move on to uh, let's move on to running backs really quickly. So, um, we had some injuries this week. This Thursday, we have the uh, Cleveland Browns playing, and there's a lot of crap flying. We're going to talk about that on tomorrow's show. Um, for the Cleveland Browns, their quarterback is is got his arm in a sling right now, and um, he wants to play through it. But I don't know if they're going to let him. Um, Kareem Hunt is going to be out for two to three weeks. Uh, Nick uh, Chubb. There's a new report on that, actually. Okay, feed it to me because I didn't know this. Um, Cream Hunt is expect. Ian Rappaport said uh, about five, to- four to six weeks. So okay, all right, four to six up. weeks. Um, so Nick Chubb, he didn't have any like long-lasting injury. This was like a one-week deal, I believe. So the expectation is that he's going to be back on Thursday, and we'll talk a little bit more about that on. But Thursday. he did not practice today. He did not practice today, which is or not a good sign. Monday. Oh, yeah. Monday on Monday, which is not a good sign. Um, so with that being said, that's one of the running back situations that I think, would you be considering targeting guys like Demetric Felton or, um, Dearness Johnson? If Chubb plays, no. If he doesn't, if, if Chubb is out and cream hunts, obviously out. And yeah, I would pick up Dearness Johnson and I might in okay. PPR leagues pick up, um, Felton as well, but so, yeah. In this context, right, mm-hmm. Thursday night football is three yeah. days away when we're recording this, two mm-hmm. days away from, from that. Your waivers go through tonight. You're probably not going to know if Nick Chubb is going to play. What What do you do? Yep. I put a bid or I put a claim on for Dearness Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> and um, But I don't put any money on it. Okay. So I just put a claim in there. But I yeah, I agree any- with that. And even if you do, like, put five to ten dollars if you want to. Um, yeah, yeah, don't don't over. You only want to put enough money where you're willing to just throw that away. I you agree. Um, <laughs> it's just that might be the end of the list. The running back list is bleak. Uh, we did have. Um, I haven't heard anything about Tyson. I don't know if you have Tyson Williams from Baltimore. He was uh, hobbled in the last game. Didn't finish the game at all. Um, they have Devonta Freeman. Bell went out there for a couple of snaps. Um, are you at all interested in the Baltimore backfield at this point? No. Because I'm going to say no, too. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, they're using like four running backs. Like it's ridiculous. Now, the one thing I would do at this point, and this is kind of gross, but Penny is is actually a decent. He's free, probably. Most likely going to be completely mm. free. I think that's a good pickup. Carson's going to be out for a little that while. That's a good pickup. He comes back. Like Rashad, um, uh, Rashad Penny comes back from his injury. Alex Collins b- has been rushing well, but the the running back two on the roster to start the season was Penny, and the only reason why Collins has been playing is because Rashad Penny has been hurt. So right. 
this might go this backfield might go to Rashad Penny. And I, I'm surprised that uh fantasy pros the list we're looking at right now it has him ranked six. Yeah, on, I think it's just there's a cluster for yeah. Seahawks running backs. That's but fair. yeah, I would I would pick him up too. I think Penny is actually the guy on this list who is probably the one I would pick up. Okay, fair enough. Any other running backs you want to talk about? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's really All right. not. We'll skip on to wide receivers. Um Going back to the Cleveland Browns situation, uh, Odell also went down with an injury. This is a bad week for Cleveland, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I think Odell is going to be fine. I think he'll probably play. If he doesn't, um, guys like Donovan People, are you interested? Now, this is also assuming that freaking Baker plays, but are you interested in guys like Donovan Peoples-Jones and um, I forgot the other guy's name. Shot um, Higgins. Yeah, Rashard Higgins. Are you willing to pick up either one of those guys? Yeah, I mean, if Odell is out, and obviously Jarvis Landry's out still, yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would consider it. I don't know who had the better week. Was it Higgins or? Uh, I think it Peoples was Peoples Jones. Jones because he caught a touchdown, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah, Higgins had three targets, zero catches. So that's interesting. But the week before that, he had a touchdown. So Peoples Jones. I don't know. I would, I would actually five pick targets, up targets, twenty-four yeah, fantasy I, points, two tutties. I think I think he's worth a pickup. He's been okay with even with Odell in there. Like five and six targets is decent. And if Odell doesn't play, yeah, I think he, he's probably the wide receiver one. So yeah, I'd pick him up. So I was I was trying to in my brain I was trying to figure out if Baltimore had played already. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um. Anyway, so yes, I was going to say the the other guy that I wanted to mention is, so Gallup's coming back. Um, quickly say this, Gallup's coming back soon. Um, I don't know even if I want to be involved in anyone not named Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb in this passing attack, to be completely honest with you. Um, only because... I just don't think there's going to be target share there for Michael Gallup, especially. I mean, are they targeting guys yeah. like Dalton Schultz and and Blake Jarwin in the middle of the field because a guy like me, uh, uh, a guy like Michael Gallup has not been there? Is that yeah, maybe a fair guess? I but, I don't know. I don't you feel like their roles are kind of different a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I I, I do feel like Gallup is more of like a slot receiver that they throw the ball across the middle to. Um, and so he would kind of fill that middle of the field passing role that the tight ends have been playing right now. Um, but I just, I, I still feel like, I mean, maybe it's a good stash cause he's not a bad player. If he's on your waiver wire, like I feel like you should go get him. but I just think keep expectations low because even guys like CD lamb and Amari Cooper are kind of struggling to get a massive ton of targets and it's because they're blowing teams out and not it's the opposite of last year, blowing teams out and not really throwing it in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And so if Mari Cooper and CD don't get targeted, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, what about the top three guys in this list? As I was going to say, what all three just mentioned Michael Gallup, but I was going to say um, Bateman. This is the guy I was going to bring up before I quickly okay. mentioned Gallup. Um, so Lamar has been passing it. A lot. This week was a little bit less. 27 pass attempts. Because they blew out the Chargers. Yeah, because he blew out the Chargers. They're going up against Cincinnati this week. Divisional matchup. I actually think Cincinnati's pretty good. So, this might be closer than it would feel. But, anyway. Um, 
yeah, do you want to target Bateman? I would consider it. I mean, he didn't have a great week for his first game, but um, in real life, he was decent. Uh, he also had the most targets on the team, I believe, which is kind of uh, impressive. He was tied with Mark Andrews um, with six. So, like, let's get this guy involved. It feels like, yeah, it feels like they'll hopefully use him a lot with Hollywood and Mark Andrews and kind of um, each get equal opportunity. If that's the mm-hmm. case, he's going to be startable week to week. I'm not saying that's going to happen, um, but it's definitely something you can, you should keep your eye on. Maybe if you have an extra Agreed. roster spot, just stash him stash on your bench. Yeah. But yeah, I will say this with Bateman: I don't, I don't feel like, and he might be, but I don't feel like he's going to be a field stretcher like Hollywood. Yeah. And and the issue with that is that Hollywood's able to score a lot of fantasy points because he can stretch the field. So even if he gets five, six targets in a game, there's still the possibility of him dropping, you know, 15, 20 fantasy points because he stretches the field and score. You know, it's it's similar to like Tyreek Hill. If he only gets five targets in a game, it doesn't really matter because if he catches four passes for, you know, a 25-yard per reception total, he's still got 100 yards and a touchdown, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, right. you know... That's what I would say about Hollywood, but I think for Bateman, he's going to play a different type of role, and it's not going to be that field-stretching role. And he might get more target share like he did in this game, but I don't know if there's going to be a whole hell of a lot of efficiency from him, at least year one. Yeah. Um, So would I stash him just in case? Yeah, definitely. But for right now, um, if you don't have the roster space and he doesn't get picked up, I just keep an eye on him. That's fair. Yeah. On that watch list on, on yeah. sleeper. I'm um, similar. And then the other guy is Darnell Mooney. Um, so Fields has been playing better. Better? Yeah. He had an interception. Did you see that, by the way? His interception no, this week? I haven't watched Justin Fields at all yet. I like, like watch his so, highlights, but I haven't watched live game yet. He threw an interception this week, but that's because the pa- so the Packers jumped. Mm-hmm. So like the crowd, like the players are pointing and stuff. So mm-hmm. Fields just chucked it right? Like a free play. Yep. And it was an interception. And then the refs picked up the flag and said there was no offsides. Oh <laughs> yeah. So That's it was like, it was a huge deal. Um, so if you take away that play, he was pretty decent. Um, but fantasy wise, like he still doesn't throw the ball enough where it's like, yeah, he's super relevant, but um, it's not he, Mooney. It, it's kind of weird, but Mooney's his top guy. He likes Mooney over Allen Robinson. It's been like that um, for a few weeks now where he's gotten more targets. Not that Robinson. Yeah didn't Robinson got seven targets. So he was still kind of involved, but Mooney had eight. Um, so it feels like Mooney's kind of right. At least if not the top guy, he's right there with Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he should be rostered because if fields really like has a starts breaking out in these games and ha- puts up big numbers and Mooney's going to be a yeah, big reason they, why he they, had a good week this week. He had a touchdown, five catches, eight targets. We so. think, we think Mac, uh, we think Josh McDaniels is babying Mac Jones. Uh, Justin Fields is being babied more than yeah, I've ever seen a quarterback be babied. Um, Darnell Mooney does have a matchup against Tampa Bay this week though. So like, mm. honestly, bye weeks, Darnell Mooney on your waiver wire. I would consider it. Yeah. Snag and start. He's been on the, he's been on this show like a couple times though now. Where yeah. he's like, That's why I'm like, yeah, you should spend an hour on him. Yeah. Well, uh, cool, super quick. Do you have any? Do you want T.Y. Hilton at all? No. He had ten fantasy points this week in his first game back. I'm good. On yards, I'm, I'm good. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Might That's be the awesome. dynasty player in me, but I'm I'm all set. <laughs> I was gonna say because he is kind of like he's a kind of a good fit. Like in the off season, I was saying this. Like when he's healthy, 
he was a horrible, like we said this last year, and this is the reason I didn't want T.Y. Hilton at all last mm-hmm. year, and it worked, is because he's not a good fit with Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers was just a dump-off guy. Like, he's not going to throw the ball 30 yards down the field, especially no. at the end of his career. But Carson Wentz will take those shots, and, like, you've seen his him success, succeed with, like, Deshaun Jackson and stuff, mm-hmm. and T.Y. Hilton's kind of going to play that role. So I would keep an eye on T.Y. Hilton. I would. I think if he's available in your league, you should um, consider it. But uh, his problem is just staying on the field. Yeah. Mike, the camera just died, so we lost the feed on me. I'm sorry, guys. I know you want to see my face. Um. Yeah. I, I don't. It's think gross, it's, but yeah. like I was gonna say, it's it's disgusting. I I just feel and, like he's gonna play three games, and then get hurt again. And that's but that's why you don't put any. Like you're not drafting him, you're not putting any waiver budget on him. No, but, that's fair. You know, you got that intrabrasha spit. You start playing the game a little bit over here, right? You're playing the game. Um. All right. So for the tight end position, uh, the new Logan Thomas, I guess, is is Ricky Seals Jones in Washington. <laughs> Literally I just playing the exact playing. same role, zero production decrease. Yep. It's just it's the exact same. Um. But there are some interesting things. I don't know when Gronk is ever getting back. Um, but OJ Howard this week had a decent week, um, 13 fantasy points. I'm not interested. Um, Ricky Seals Jones, still not interested in the Washington passing attack. The one guy that I would say is, is a pickup right now. And it's shocking that he's even on the waiver wire in some leagues, but is Zach Ertz. And I'm even seeing him in a couple of leagues of mine right now. And I'm like, okay, all right. I see you guys. That's yeah, not bad. Um, so Zach Ertz is—he just got traded to the uh, the Cardinals, and I don't know mm. what to expect. I don't know what my anticipation would be for that guy. But they have a field stretcher in Rondale Moore. Right. I would think that DeAndre Hopkins is their red zone target, right? He is, yeah. And then, you know, they have James Conner and and Chase Edmonds, and Conner is their goal line back at this point. So like, and, and Kyler will just rush it into the end zone if he needs it. So I'm like, what kind of opportunity do we expect from a guy like Zach Ertz? Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm like, I I don't know, I don't I don't know. Yeah, but I think he's worth a pickup. He's on the waiver wire. So yeah, he's pick. worth a pickup for sure, especially with the, how weak the tight ends are. Yeah, I would pick him up. But outside of that, I mean, is there anybody yeah, you want? No, nope. Fryermuth had a good game. He did a dynasty. Little dynasty stash. I traded him away to get to get Swift. He won't be fantasy relevant though until uh no. Steelers get a new quarterback. That's why I'm like I I literally trade Deontay Johnson in a league because I'm like, what, what happens? Yeah, I, don't, I don't blame you. What happens if if he leaves Mason Rudolph? I saw somebody say like he's like because uh, Ben has not been playing. Big Ben has not been playing good at all, and um, mm-hmm. for the most part. And somebody was like, "Oh, pivot to pivot, pivot to Mason Rudolph," and I'm like, "We've seen that project before. We don't need to go back to that." Yeah, exactly. A a bum old Ben Roethlisberger is better than Mason Rudolph. So here's that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, there's nothing else at the uh, on the waiver wire that I want. People keep uh, talking about Evan Ingram, and um, no, I don't really know no, numbers no, I'm, I'm good. No, the Giants suck. So he has. <laughs> he has one, four, seven, three fancy points. So go and ahead, then, pick up everything. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and start him, and then and then drop him the very next week because right. you suffered pain. Right. 
from having a giant. Yep. But anyway, there's your week seven waiver wire. I can't believe it's week seven already. My brain is melting. Like I, I saw that it was 15 days from Monday to the trade deadline. And I'm like, are you That's kidding That's insane. Jeez. Two weeks from today. So anyway, tomorrow we got Thursday night preview show. Be sure to check it out. We'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.